Time to talk French Open tennis on the Sporting Goss on this Tuesday morning. And we go across to Melbourne where Nicole Bradkey, tennis expert, former Australian tennis star, walking the dog with husband Mark, cold, wet and miserable. And she's in a mood today. So we'll see how we go with this. Uh, Nicole, set the scene for us uh, where you are this morning. Well, I'm in a park in Elwood walking the dog. And the dog is wearing a Melbourne Demon um, <laughs> coat because the demons are on fire. Um, but there's no kids' sport and no nothing. So things in Melbourne are just fine and dandy. Yeah. But luckily we've got the French Open to watch. You certainly have. And the French Open is at a very uh, interesting stage right now. I want to talk about, yeah. in particular, a couple of the decisions that have been made and if the boot was on the other foot. Let's go to the Roger Federer decision that he said, no, coming back, knee's not right. Uh, he was still in the tournament, decides to step away. Can I just suggest that if this was Nick Kyrgios, this would be front page news in Australia and we would be absolutely going to town on him? Oh, 100% it would be. Um, and But in in the next race, I mean, I think we've always known that uh, Federer has had a love for the grass and he always puts the grass first and, um, you know, he's opted not to play a few French Opens and things like that. But, you know, everyone's giving him a bit of a leave pass because he's, uh, you know, got such a great record in everything that he does, not only on the tennis court but off the tennis court. So... Look, I mean, he probably maybe shouldn't have entered it. The only reason he's entered it is because he hasn't played in such a long time and he felt like he wanted to get some matches. He got some matches and he thought, well, enough's enough. I'm going onto the grass. So, look, it's, you're going to split it down the middle, but you're not going to keep everybody happy. Coco Goff became the youngest Grand Slam quarterfinalist since 2006. He's the youngest American to reach the last eight in Paris since Jennifer Capriati in 1993 when she beat on Jabur in straight sets. She is a good talent, isn't she? And uh, f- people forget she's just 17. Yeah, look, she's different. I mean, if you're comparing her to, comp- to Capriati and, like, their game styles, I actually prefer... I think Capriati's actually a, a better player, a better all-round player, like a better serve and, and maybe a better ball striker. But Goff competes really well. Um, you know, she's got a few little hiccups in her game, which, you know, she's only 17 and... and, and they will iron that out. That, for me, being her serve. And then she does really have an extreme grip on that forehand side. So she's playing on a surface that actually is perfect for her right now on the clay. She may have a little trouble when she gets onto the grass, but nevertheless, she's playing lots of matches and, um, you know, she's reaping the rewards of, of, of having the success. And she's a great fighter and a competitor, and, and that can take you a long way. Is age, and she's been great, don't get me wrong, is not having yeah. a crack, but his age catching up with Serena. Yeah, it is. You know, it's just, you know, that's just the way things go. The the when and when you don't play a lot of matches, and and people forget when you're out, or, or, when you don't play week in week out, as a lot of these girls are playing, it doesn't really matter how good you are. And you know, she's she's nearly what forty, so you know, it's hard. And playing on a surface, the clay especially, where you have got to hit a lot of balls. It just makes it that little bit tougher. So, you know, the you know going onto the grass, she'll she'll always be reasonably up there. But um, when it comes to really the pointy end, I think uh, a lot of these young ones are sort of going to steal the show. Uh, Massetti, uh, well, he certainly showed some early doors that he was a talent uh, in the future. Djokovic, the number one seed, the world number one, as it turns out. Uh, unfortunately um, for Massetti, couldn't get the job done due to retirement. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> 
talking, you know, Djokovic was talking in a press conference of all the wonderful things that, that the young kid does from, from Italy. And he is a great player to watch. He's got a lot of flair. Um, and I just think all the matches caught up with him. He played so well in those first couple of sets and, and got a, you know, a pulled stomach muscle. So he's going to want to get that right. And it'll be touch and go to see how he, if he can pull up in time to, to get onto the grass. So, you know, a bit of luck fell on Djokovic's side there for that one. Yeah, no doubt. He was down 7-6, seven, 7-6, six, seven, six, and then uh, then it started to get a bit ugly. 6-1, six, 6-love, six, and yeah. then 4-love. Rafa Nadal got through, no shock there. I mean, to be brutally honest with you, that was probably part of the reason behind Roger Federer. He's probably looked across at Rafa and gone, you know, do I really want to take it all the way to the end and, and have this bloke still win it? Well, you know, it is, yeah, he just just reigns supreme on, on the clay court mm. surface. And um, it's just these young young bucks that can obviously can compete with um, Rafa if they are, just because of, you know, age and, and matches and things like that. And, and Roger probably was maybe thinking that. He just, for me, he just thought, oh, look, I haven't played in a while. I just want to get some matches on my belt. And if I can win a few matches, well, that's great. So I think that's the way that Roger tackled it. But it's going to be awfully difficult to, to go past Rafa um, winning the French Open this year. No doubt. So let's turn our attention to the women's. And we've already talked about Serena Williams being out. Who do you think is the, the, the player to beat in the, on the women's side of the draw as we enter the quarterfinals? Well, I think Schwatek is. I mean, you know, it's sort of only really what where she won the French Open in September last year. So, um, you know, she, she's playing great tennis she's she's playing you know terrific matches through at the important end of the of the trip and she's still playing you know ladies doubles they beat the number one seed seven mm. five in the third set after being five one down in the third set so she's young once again another young and upping with a great attitude and i think it's kind of hard to go past her nicole bradke our guest as we're talking french open tennis so the quarterfinals for the uh men let's go men first i'll give you your tip only djokovic berrettini djokovic berrettini our first uh, top seed versus the ninth seed okay i'm gonna go with uh djokovic on that one yes nadal against schwartzman no doubt nadal Nadal, yep, yep. Uh, Zarev, the sixth seed, up against Davidovich Fokina. Well, I don't know much about the second guy, so um, I'll go with Zarev. I think it's about time that he sort of, you know, got into, you know, a final yes. and, and, and kind of won one. I think, you know, people are starting, you know, his serve sort of lose him a little bit, but he's certainly been playing well the last few months, so he's really going to have to start competing and competing well to, to win one of these Grand Slam titles. And then, so I'm going with the Rev. Yeah, yep. okay. Do you like Sitsipas? Do you think Sitsipas uh, yeah, can get the I job like done Sitsipas. against Medvedev? He's just a great competitor um, and I'd really love him to win the French Open. I think it'd be wonderful. But uh, So I definitely think Sitsipas will win. Okay, so there's the tips for the men's side. And the women's side is Goff, 24th seed against Craig uh, over. <laughs> I'm going to go with Craig Cover in this one because mm. she's just playing, playing great tennis in the last few weeks. She's taken a few big scalps. She won a tournament, I think, leading up to the French Open and she's just playing some great tennis. I'm actually going to pick her to win mm. that one. Okay. Well, it's not really an upset, is it? I mean, Goff is no, t- seeded really. 24. There's not much between yeah. them. Yeah. You've mentioned Swiatek yeah. against Sakari, so you're tipping Swiatek to win that? Yeah, I'm going to tip yep, Swiatek to win that one. All right. Uh, Rybakina, 21st seed against Pavlachenkova, who's 34, 31st seed. Rybakova on that one, mm. I think, might uh, might get that one done. All right. Bedosa is the 33rd seed against Zidus- uh, Zidansek. 
Uh, I'm going to go Badoza. So once again, she's a, a, a girl that's just been playing tremendous, had a lot of tough matches and been playing great. So and she's certainly up on the rise. So um, I'm going to pick her for that one. And congratulations to uh, Dylan Alcott, won his third consecutive yeah. French Open title in the men's yeah, quad wheelchair. Yeah, he won that well, quite in straight sets. So um, it was a, a good win. So... Uh, He's been going great guns as usual. Yeah, six four six two defeated the twenty one year old Dutchman Sam Schroeder, who he beat at the Aussie Open six one six love, as well. Always good. Happy walking the dog. What's the name of the dog? Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson's a Bordoodle. Oh, is he? Is he? Seventeen months. So, oh, very uh, cute. Yeah, we got him at the, actually the start of lockdown here in Melbourne, so it's been the best thing that we've ever had. The boys. Our youngest two seventeens never had a dog, so it's been the best. <laughs> it's been the best thing. So uh, yeah, he's brought a lot of joy into our lives. Well, you bring a lot of joy into our lives by coming on our show here on the Sporting Goss in WA. All the very best to you and Mark and the family over there in Victoria. And we hope the lockdown gets eased shortly and life can get back to normal and Melbourne can have the grand final at the MCG. But let me tell you yeah. that uh, if you are unable unable to host the grand final due to the circumstances, you're more than welcome to come to Optus Stadium and uh, put on a good show. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've, I have I have run around it when I was over there for the Fed Cup finals, and it was a, certainly a very impressive stadium. Mm. So, uh, MCG would love to hold it, but uh, yeah, we'll just just see how that one pans out. Mm, yeah, the last time you were here for a final, you virtually didn't kick a goal in the first half against the West Coast Eagles, and the Eagles went on to win the premiership, and you fell off the face of the earth. So, you probably don't <laughs> want that to happen again. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not good, at all. Good on you, Nicole. All Thanks right. for joining us. Lovely. Lovely to chat. Good on you. There's Nicole Bradkey joining us, talking all things French Open. Absolute delight and still very much at the coalface of world tennis. She knows her stuff. This is the Sporting Goss.